Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Welcome back to The Right Mentality. This is yet again another very special guest that we have today. This is Miss Michelle Bino. I don't know if I said it right, but if not, correct me if I'm wrong. Banyo. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss Michelle Banyo. Now, good people, this is our special guest on today. We're going to talk, we're going to chat, we're going to get in here and do the things that we do. Miss Michelle, introduce yourself to the people, please. Well, thank you, Antonio. Yes, I'm, um, I am um, a grief recovery specialist and an early childhood parent coach or parent mentor. And uh, I came into this work through my own personal experience of, I, I was actually working in early childhood ages, you know, birth to eight, uh, as an early childhood parent educator here in Minnesota, every school district has an early childhood program for preschool age kids and their parents. And I was the person, uh, a person who um, trained or, or worked with the parents. I had my master's in family education, and that was my passion. I was a young parent myself, and it was a perfect job for, for me uh, because I had my own children of that age. But then when my son was the age of four and uh, my daughter was 15 months old, my son was diagnosed with cancer. Wow. And so I you know, I had a lot of understanding of child development and healthy, um, you know, family dynamics and, and just how to help parents um, really have positive relationships with their children. But I did not have experience or ed- education in this kind of crisis mode that my family found ourselves in. And we went through this journey for two and a half years, and I was still meeting with parents and, um, you know, working with parents while I was going through this. And then my son died, and my daughter was three and a half years old when he died. And she actually said to me, Mommy, half of me is gone. And so that alerted me. I mean, I knew this anyway, because they were very, very close. But it left no question in my my mind that she was deeply, deeply impacted. Mm -hmm. She was three and a half. And sometimes we think of children that age as not being as deeply impacted as older people are. But she was my little case study all along those two and a half years. There are many other stories about how I could see how deeply it was impacting her. And because I was unable to find any resources that existed out there to help me, I knew that whatever I discovered along the way, I needed to then put out to help other families with really young children who are experiencing grief, grief deeply, particularly after child loss. So that's what I've been doing. And this was actually 22 years ago that my son died. My daughter's now 25. And so I've been for the last 22 years just learning everything that I could about grief and particularly young children's grief because it was all a new experience for me. And like any parent who experiences this, you know, I needed to parent while I was grieving. And that is really a tough, uh, challenging place to be in. 
Absolutely. I mm-hmm. completely agree with that. My condolences to you. I know it was years ago, but still my condolences to you. Yeah, and- it it doesn't. Um, part of the, you know, part of the message is that um, that it creates challenges in our lives and in our children's, you know, those bereaved siblings lives that really does last a lifetime. We're not devastated for a lifetime, of course, and, and we do heal and we, what I call live forward, but, um, you know, but it's still, we still have the grief and we still experience it sometimes and, and, um, it doesn't go away. So, yeah. Very true. Very true. So good people. That brings us to our show today, which is called Lost But Not Alone. Now, when we say lost but not alone, Mm -hmm. it deals with the loss and how we can overcome it, whether it's from an individual, where it's from a family member, a loved one, whoever, friend, whoever it could be. So when I say lost but not alone, there are times in life that when we lose someone that's very close to us, we feel lost, but at the same time, we're not always alone. It's just, you have to, I feel you have to find yourself. And sometimes you have, it takes time to actually find yourself, but you feel lost. So that leads me to my first question, Ms. Michelle. So when dealing with young children as a single parent, what do you feel like some of the barriers that arise well, I, first of all, let me say, Antonio, that I love the title you've given this because the one of the big, biggest barriers for us is that we do feel alone uh-huh. because people around us, even though they may be well-meaning and wanting to support us, don't know how to, and child loss in particular. And, and I don't, need, you know, with your audience to focus on child loss, because not everyone has that kind of loss. But when loss involves and impacts a child, we often just kind of don't want to deal with it as a support person, because we don't really know how to deal with it with children. And so families can feel very alienated, not because people don't want to support them, but because they don't know how how. And part of my message is that all you have to do with a griever to make sure that they're not alone is say, you know, I don't know what you're going through. I I know there's nothing I can say, but I am here for you. And I will listen to you. And I will just be with you as a a caring presence. And I care about you and acknowledging it and not trying to fix it because you can't is really the the first thing to do to really help them feel like they aren't alone. There are people who care and are trying to be there for them. That is so true. That is Mm -hmm. like, I feel in today's world, it's been going on for years, but it's when someone loses someone, we get so awkward, we get so flustered and we walk up to them and it's like, what am I like? How uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. So yes, like, I'm so sorry. But like, and then they ask, "Are you okay?" No, I'm not okay. Like, don't ask that type of question. Yeah. Like you said, <laughs> I am here for you, and I feel like that's the best thing you could ever say to somebody as lost yes. anybody, anything. 
I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. If you need someone to talk to, mm -hmm. someone to cry with, shoulder to lean on, I'm here for you. That Just leave it at that, okay? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, because we often do try to, we feel like we need to make them feel better and we need to fix yeah. it. Well, first of all, you can't. Yeah. And secondly, you don't need to. And that's one of the important messages that I give adults about children, because we're always trying to make children feel better. But even children who are grieving need to be allowed to grieve to just say, yeah. you know, do you want it to I, I, you're, I know you're really sad about this. Um, you know, do you want to talk about it? You want to just sit with me and not say anything do you want you know to come and cuddle with me i'm here for you don't say let's go make your favorite cookies or yeah. you know your dog died let's go get a new dog exactly i mean those things aren't helpful and we don't need to try to fix it it's you know exactly. children need to learn and we all know that we have these feelings and we just have to go through them and we don't need to fix grief we just need to go right through it mm -hmm. um, and experience it that is so true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now when it comes to certain things like that, like how can we assist young children? Like you just spoke on it, but how can we assist them with dealing with the loss? Because of course, a lot of kids, like I work with children all day and mm -hmm. getting them to understand what loss actually is. Like you could tell a mm -hmm. kid, I, I lost five dollars and they're like oh you know mm -hmm. well maybe you can go find it so when mm -hmm. children deal with loss how can we really assist them with those types of loss not just children though so to say but people in general how can we assist mm -hmm. them in that process mm -hmm. Thank you for asking that question. That's such an important question because it's not what a lot of us think it is, yeah. um, but it really does start with using the accurate words. Uh, I mean, you mentioned, you said it a little bit earlier, and I also just really want to acknowledge that loss isn't just about death you can yeah. have uh, grief over loss if you've um you know if, if you've got gotten a diagnosis of of a health issue or if you've lost your job or if you've had to move away from a, a yeah. place that you loved or any of those things but when we are talking about someone who has died, we need to say the word died, even with young children. Yes, definitely. Because it's the only word death has a has a meaning, a very specific yeah. meaning. And it's the only word that really tells children exactly what happened. And really young children don't comprehend death mm -hmm. but they still need to get the vocabulary word yeah. because you know we give them vocabulary words all the time that they don't quite understand yet yeah and then we can tell them that when someone dies their body stopped working they can't play with you anymore they can't eat anymore they can't talk you know their body isn't working and they can't do any of the things they used to do yeah. and we're not going to see them anymore they're going to be gone and we're never going to see them again yeah. and so we tell kids this they may come back the next day and say when is grandpa coming home or when is david yeah. coming home 
home and you can say, remember, honey, I told you his body stopped working and he can't, we won't see him anymore. He can't, he's not like you remember him anymore. He can't do any of those things. You just need to keep answering their questions again, you know, they're processing it. And so they're going to be talking about it. Then you'll hear them telling other adults, my brother died or my dog died or my grandpa died. And adults kind of go, you know, they said the dead. Well, yes, they did. And you say, yeah, he did. And you you can't see him anymore. And I'll bet you really miss him. Don't you, you know? And so that's the way that we help kids to understand. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of childcare providers just and, and parents too, because I work mainly with parents, but about just teachable moments in yeah. the in day, day-to-day life where we can help kids understand what death is. And then say, remember when we talked about that bird that you found that wasn't moving at all and we said it was dead? Well, that's what happened to grandpa or, you know, exactly. and so those are the ways that we help kids to understand death, even though when they're really young, they're not going to understand the concept. We still give it to them and keep teaching them about it so that they can grow up knowing what it is. And they don't have the, all of the baggage around the word dead and the idea of dead, the way that we do, you know, when my son died and I, you know, had to freely talk about him dying Mm -hmm. to my, to my daughter and her friends and other people, I choked on the word, you know, I didn't want to talk about my son being dead, but to my daughter, it was just a, a word, it just explained to her what had happened to him. And she wasn't as, you know, appalled by the idea of using the word as I I was. So sometimes our difficulty as adults is about us. It's not about the child. The child can handle anything as long as we're honest with them in an age appropriate way. You know, we're not going to give them all the details. They don't need all the details. That is very true. And I feel like saying those words, like, I feel like today, a lot of parents, people in general, just they, they tend to hide that word down mm-hmm. dead, you know, like it's like it's going to do something for that person. No, you we need to actually mm-hmm. let them know what has actually happened. So, you know, we can go through that grieving process, because if you I feel like if you postpone that word death, dead, whatever it is you're postponing Mm -hmm. the grieving process for that person and you can't allow them to actually go through it because you're stopping them from actually knowing what really happened. So good people, just Mm -hmm. tell them, hey, I'm sorry, they're no longer here, they died. If you need me, I'm here, Mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. If you need me, I'm Mm -hmm. here. And that's that's Mm -hmm. who we can go for, okay? Nothing else. Yes. Leave it, leave it. That's a really important point that you just made. Yes. Mm -hmm. They really need to have the word in order to, to heal and to recover from it. Mm -hmm. So now this is my last question for you, Miss Michelle. Mm -hmm. When dealing with all of these things, how can we as parents, I am a parent myself, you are a parent. How can we as parents deal with moving on after we have lost a loved one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
you know, there are, um, there are a few things that I, that are really key mm-hmm. and, um, and they all kind of boil down to one as a parent, sometimes we're so concerned about our family and our child because we're, you know, we're feeling responsible to help yeah. them through this. And then we can neglect our own needs and we can try to hide our own needs and our own feelings and the best way for you to help your family is to take care of your needs and to let your child know that you're doing that that you you know I just need to be alone right now because I'm feeling really sad I'm gonna go in my bedroom for a while I'll come out a little bit later, but I, I'm just really sad right now. And I can't be out here and play with you. Um, that is being a good role model for a child to recognize when we have a need and then we need to do something to take care of our need. That's really helpful to them. When you cry, if they see you, you, you say, yes, I'm crying. I'm really sad right now. I really miss your brother. Um, you know, I'm, I'll bet you feel like you want to cry sometimes too, don't you? And they'll say, yeah, you know, so you're, you're teaching them about grief. You're bringing it out in the open in many families where parents don't do this, that, that loss become and the grief becomes this big elephant in the room and the child feels it, whether you're showing them or not, if you're sad and you tell them, no, I'm okay. You're teaching them to, to hide their true feelings and that it's not okay to show them. So the best way to do it as a family is to do it together. When I talk about parenting while grieving, it's not either or you're doing it together and you're teaching your children self-care, resilience skills. You're teaching them, you're giving them what I call essential messages like we are capable of getting through this. We're going to feel better. We're not always going to feel as bad as we do right now. We can handle this. I talk about living forward, which really focuses on the idea of living and and enjoying life and finding bright possibilities again, and that we are doing that forward. There is no time when you need to make sure you're living forward. There is no pace. You don't need to do it, you know, but you just have the intention of knowing that you are going to live forward and teach your children that we are going to get through this. I'm here for you. They'll have a lot of questions about whether you're going to die or whether you're okay to take care of them because they see you upset. So again, just explaining to them, this is grief. This is normal, but we're going to get better, you know, and not hiding it from them, really giving them a lot of assurance that you still are there to take care of them. Um, you know, you are still able to care for them, even though you're all sad and make sure they, they are aware of that security and safety that they can feel that from you. So that is amazing. mm -hmm. That is very true. And I teach, so I teach my clients, not just my clients, but I teach people that I engage with anybody that gets close enough to me. I will always give you that type of energy, that type of information Mm -hmm. to understand I will not always be here so when Mm -hmm. I talk to my clients I inform them from the jump 
this is only a short term. I will not always be here. So I want to leave you with the certain skills and capabilities so that when I am mm-hmm. gone, I'm not working mm-hmm. with you anymore. You can use that later. Mm-hmm. I teach my daughter the same thing. Daddy won't always yes. be here. Daddy will not always be mm-hmm. here. And we have to, I feel like we have to come to grasp with the understanding that, hey, we will not always be here. So we need to do what we need to do while we're here. Give those the knowledge that we can give them while we are here. But at the same time, stop sugarcoating things and be real and let them know mm-hmm. it's true. Hey, this is what this is. This is what we're going through. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm here for you. We can get through this together. Let's work this out. Mm-hmm. And you are capable. You can, I know you can handle this. This feels Absolutely. really bad right now, yeah. but I know you can handle this and we're going to yeah. get through it and really teach them that they are capable. And when we give, that's why um, my, my uh, business is called Good Grief Parenting because mm-hmm. when you work with children this way through grief, you're giving them good grief. You're giving yeah. them positive grief. The understanding that we experience grief, it's normal and natural. We yeah. can go right through it. We can find strength and wisdom in ourselves as we go through it. And then these little ones that get that gift of good grief from you are going to grow up and be able to handle grief when they're adults. They'll be able to be those compassionate um, supporters of other grievers, and they'll be able to uh, manage things that come in their own lives and really make some positive contributions to society around how we deal with grief. So, yes. Absolutely. That's wonderful what you're doing with your daughter. I just, it's, it's that's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Miss Michelle, we're almost out of time. We appreciate yes. you so much for coming on here today to write mentality, talking about this loss, loss, mm-hmm. but not alone, good people. We appreciate her mm-hmm. for coming on here, talking. Miss Michelle, let the people know where they can find you at. Of course, good people, if you can't hear it, you don't catch anything, it's always going to be in the description. So, Miss Michelle, tell them where they can find you at. Well, you can follow me, find me on LinkedIn, uh, or excuse me, on LinkedIn under my name, Michelle Banyo. But what I meant to say was Instagram at Good Grief Parenting. My website is goodgriefparenting.com, and um, you can find me in either of those places with a, uh, and I have a link tree link with a various option options for resources and even uh, making an appointment to chat with me. So you can find me at Good Grief Parenting. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Like I said, good people, if you didn't hear anything, of course, you know your boy, he's going to put it in the description so you can catch everything. Always remember, keep the right mentality. 